Yeah, so you could just feel the change in the air. So I thought it was time to go into the back of the closet and yep. pull out the winter clothes. Yeah, it's yeah. that time. Yeah. 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 So I pulled them all out. Did you find everything you needed? Yeah, and you know what else I found? Um, I misplaced a dozen quahogs last, uh, you know, when I was putting them away. Yeah. And they Wait, were in there, yeah. They were in your winter clothes box? Yeah, they set up shop. There's... 36 of them now. I don't know how that happened. Wait, they, you, you have like a commune of, of clams living in your closet right now? A little, All... a little bivalve village. Wow, you're going to have to bring them back to Andy's way and, and, you know, put it. Oh, wait a second. We're rolling. Oh, all right. Well, then let's roll. Well, I'm Rich. And I'm Mark. And we are two, two guys, guys on, on Block, Block Island. Island. Well, Mark, I can't believe uh, season two is. It just done already. It went by in the blink of an eye. It, it really did. It seems like yesterday it was it was Memorial Day weekend, and now it's it's November. I it just time flies. It flies. It really does. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you don't know what's happening. <laughs> time flies when you're <laughs> drunk all the time. Man, uh, I'll tell you. Wow, but, what um, a season we had. Yeah, and I kind of feel like um, I, I don't know. I, I I felt better about it. Like yeah, like we. We, we're getting the hang of this podcast. I feel like thing. it a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, I Kinda. think so. Yeah, yeah I think I, so. Well, listen, how was how was your summer all overall? How was your fall? What's been happening? Oh, summer was uh, great. It was really good. You know, I'm going to say the biggest thing to me was a, a sort of a return to normalcy. Yeah. You know, wasn't that nice? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you know, for me, for us, uh, you know, felt so weird last year. You know, we blocked nights for safety and stuff in our B&B, so we barely had any guests. And, yeah. you know, everybody came back this year. And we were full the whole summer with a lot of great, great, lovely people. My daughter got engaged, yes. as we talked about once before, back yeah. in the spring. So uh, this summer has been a lot of talk about food and, and venues and wedding dresses. And, that's fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, got to imagine that that's like um, the precursor to maybe a rich becoming a grandpa. Maybe? Oh, my God. That, I didn't even consider yeah. that. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. No, of I'm course. Not, not, not out of wedlock. I'm not revealing something right now. Nor out of wedlock. You no, can't they, do that. They've definitely never slept together. No, yeah, of course no, not. No, 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 you don't do that. And there's no pressure. You're married. Yeah, if they don't no. want to have kid, whatever. No, but. but you would make a great granddad. Well, you know. You think that, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on some points. <laughs> but, you know, the kids turned out okay. Yeah. Yeah, they you did. Know. Yeah. Cool. So I'm okay with it. That's good. Yeah, that, yeah, you did it. You had a good summer. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I had a great summer, and I really, good. you know, what about you? How would? What, uh, yeah, man, I had, like, the best summer of my life on Block Island ever. I mean, I went to the beach all the time and, uh, you know, met a lot of cool people and just, just had that Block Island summer that I've been watching everyone else have for 25 years. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But you know what? I had a really cool fall, too. So in September, right after Labor Day, I took up. Can I tell you a quick story? Oh, yeah. I got to tell you this. Yeah. Okay, so... um. Right after Labor Day, I, I went home and uh, we had a celebration life for my parents, which was wonderful. It was nice to do that. Um, Katie and I took off. We went to the Cape for a few days uh, and I came back. And then, uh, you know, I, I go and check in. Uh, I, I go out to Los Angeles uh, once or twice a year to go check in with my friend Matt Mcnovitz, who was a guest in season one. Yeah. He's my buddy who writes Star and Wars. he lives out there. Yeah, he lives in yeah. L.A. So I went I went to L.A. at the end of September and I, I went to see Matt and we hung out like as we usually do. Now, listen, here's where it gets interesting. Um, I'm, I get to L.A. And, and I'm not in L.A. for a day or two. And Lisa Starr texts me. Remember, you know, yep, Lisa yep. from from last season um and lisa as we all know she's a poet and she's uh, uh you know it works with coleman barks who is a, yep. a world famous poet uh translated the you know roomy uh anyways she calls me and says hey i'm gonna be out there 
hanging out at Chris Martin's house from Coldplay. He's doing this little show. And she's like, I want you to come and hang out. And I said, well, uh, okay. So did um, you really think about that long? No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, yep, I'm there. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I go meet up with Lisa and Coleman and uh, I go to Chris's house and I meet Chris and he's a, just such a nice guy. And he's he was doing putting together this little um, kind of private, intimate shindig at his uh, performance space in Malibu. And, um, you know, Coleman was going to be reading some poetry and Lisa as well. And Chris was going to play some music with some friends. And um, so at the house, I was kind of hanging out with Coleman and he was reading some poetry and I was just playing the piano behind him while he read. And uh, then we go to the, the show and we uh, we get in the parking lot and there's, you know, maybe 40, 50 people, really nice people. Everyone's introducing each other themselves to each other and chatting. And uh, and then I, tr- I get done talking with this nice couple and I turn around and there's this guy behind me and he turns around and I look up. And it's fucking Jay-Z. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, what's up, man? I'm like, hey. He's like, I'm Jay. I'm like, I'm Mark. What's up? And I shook his hand. And uh, Maddie was with me. I introduced him to Maddie. And uh, so I'm like, well, that's cool. And then uh, so we go in, and it's this nice little theater. And, um, you know, Lisa's reading some poetry, and, and Coleman's reading some some poetry, and, and Chris is playing a few songs. And there was another musician there by the name of Jacob Collier, who's a Grammy-winning uh, arranger, composer, very talented guy. And so out of the blue... Chris goes after, you know, maybe 45 minutes into the show, Chris goes, where's Mark from Block Island? He's like, Mark, there you are. Mark, would you do us a favor? Would you come up and play a song, please? And I went, uh, okay. So I get up and, and at the, you know, sit down at the piano and I didn't know what to play, but Coleman and I were talking about uh, Bob Dylan earlier in the day and we were talking about the basement tapes. So I played a song off the basement tapes and um, as I'm playing it, I kind of look over my left shoulder and I see Chris out in the audience and, and Jay-Z out there. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening right now? Um, but anyways, I, I had to tell you that story because it was like the ultimate L.A. like cool. story. It was so cool. And Chris was so nice. He, I you know, said talked to him a little bit after and thanked him. And, and he gave me a, a pin that he was wearing he, yep, yep. off of his shirt. He's like, here, Mark, I want you to have this. And uh, anyways, it was just such a cool story. And I just have to thank Lisa for including me on that. Oh, that's sweet. It was a blast. She man. gave me one of those pins yes, from him. Yes, I have we, one. Yeah, yeah. She brought it to her interview. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. anyway, uh, that was my, I just had to share that story because it was so well, crazy. Well, I can't top that one. That's a good one. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't think I'm ever going to top that one. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I question about that whole story is your impersonation of Chris Martin. But other yeah, than that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he probably sounded a lot more uh, Italian than I do. Uh, anyway, that was my story. So it was a great fall. Um, but look, Let's talk about how we think. How do, how do you think season two went? Uh, I, I loved it. I think it went really good. Me too. I mean, um, I love the addition of the mini pods. That was fun. You know, and we got most of them in there. We had a couple occasions where we couldn't. A couple weeks we make got make it happen. Yeah. But we, we said that in the beginning. We were going to do our best. And, yeah. um, you know, a couple of them got a little heated and interesting. And they know, were. Well, I think, you know, all we really did was speak our mind about yeah. somebody not being a nice person person well, here and there but I've, we also celebrate a lot of people of on, course you know? and that's our focus as we've yeah. said but i mean you know i also think i think our listeners kind of appreciate it when we that we don't necessarily not say things just because sometimes it's not just all fun and games it's block island that's it's not life. candy land you know that's fucking life yeah. man what are you gonna do yeah. right um yeah. i feel like i feel like this season this this podcast kind of came into focus a little more you know as to yeah. what it actually is because remember we started it we didn't know what what this no was idea be. Right. No idea. And I feel like um, it's just we, we kind of have a better handle on what we're doing here. You know, if there's anything that we are actually doing. But one thing that people have come up to me and said is um, some really nice compliments. And, and 
Um, someone said, you know, we we initially started this because we just wanted to talk to all of our crazy friends out here on Block Island, get yeah. their cool stories, right? Yeah. Um, but what a few people said is that they, you know, the interviews they liked, again, with guys like Vin McAloon and Everett Littlefield and Adrian Mitchell and, you know, some of these elder statesmen and women on, on Block Island who, who have been here for generations that shared those stories of the old days. Yeah. You know, I guess what they said was, you know, it's like we're archiving these stories because and that, that's I've had people say that to me. It's so great you're capturing is the yeah, word. I love capturing, that. yeah. You know, yeah. And I never it didn't dawn on me until I started to hear that from people. I'm like, you know, somebody said what you're really doing is like an audible history. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And we have to remember it's up there for good. So even if the person we interview is only my age, fifty. Right. To somebody that's an old timer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they may yeah. hear me and my stories yeah. 20 years from now, you know? So yeah. I, I think it's, it's awesome. It, that was a nice thing to hear. And again, yeah. I don't think you nor I ever really kind of thought about that when we started this, no. thing, you know, but, uh, but it's a good focus. And, um, I, I just, I, I hope to get more and more of them, you know, yeah. that's the, that's, I love it. I, I love it. And I don't know about you, but I started, you, you said people commented to you. I started to get, um, uh, recognized. Oh my God. You know, and it was All the kind time. of neat. He was like, crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. More audibly, isn't that funny? Like, <laughs> yes, you're from your voice. I, yeah, I'd walk up to somewhere out here, or even on the yeah. mainland, this happened, and I'd say something like, you know, can I get a large hot, you know, <laughs> punch in the nose? And um, <laughs> and you know, the girl would stop me, like, wait a minute, I think you play in my ears every Wednesday, and I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I just didn't expect that. Yeah, you know it was cool. I mean? Like, you kind of felt like a like little rock star or something. Well, and sometimes, I, and, and it just dawned on me that we don't have tons of pictures of us up in our our only if you just listen to the podcast don't follow us on facebook you mostly see our cartoon images right so yeah i don't think somebody would just look at you and be like hey are you that guy in the cartoon picture but, <laughs> but when, when i would speak somebody would know us but yeah. that, that was just really great a lot of great positive comments from people yeah you know? it, it was nice when yeah. people would just come up to you and say hey love the podcast love yeah. the podcast you know it's nice i yeah. mean people just come up and say nice and things to you some people are really casual about it you know i'd see someone in the yeah. big and be like by the way i love what you're doing and I, they didn't say are you him are you this that and that's it and I did was you like, ever oh, did, have great. you did you have some people come up and freak out on you though because i had a, a couple little people bit, like yeah. come up and be like oh my god you're the guy from the podcast ah, let me <laughs> yeah, get your yeah. Yeah. that was fun you know and a lot of great emails <laughs> yes. and um yeah you know, it's just really yeah. good. It's yeah. good to get a vibe from people that they're really enjoying what you totally. do. Totally. So, that's, you know, that was new this year, I think. That me. was new. Because yeah. um, we grew. We, we did grow. We grew. We grew as we, people. We grew. <laughs> we didn't mature. I haven't grown. I'm Thank still five, God. four and a half. Well, you know, I oh. think our podcast, as you said, developed and evolved into it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, starting to take shape. But um, I think so. Again, some of the new things that happened too, like the mini pods, those were great. Um, the other thing that was new for us this year that worked out, I think, very well was our sponsors. We, yeah. We had sponsors. Yeah, and that was very helpful because, you yes. know, it takes time and money to do a podcast. It does. And, you know, at this yeah. point in time, we are far from getting rich, but at least we can pay for the boat. Well, too. you're already rich. <laughs> yeah. You know. But not wealthy. No, but, but you're yeah. rich. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was great. Yep. And People, the, the sponsors themselves seem to be happy to do it. Good, yeah. Like, you know, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. They loved having a new way to get the word out about their business. Yeah, because up until now, it's like you either advertise in the Block Island Times or the phone yeah. book or, you know, that's about it. Facebook, I guess. But right. this is another outlet, another avenue. I learned so much. Yeah. You know, like advertising on a podcast is like planting a seed and it just keeps growing. Yeah, you know, it'll stay way, there. You know, like our first episode, I don't know the exact stats, but 
the episode we dropped very in the very beginning of our first season ever, one episode yeah. one. You know, in the last six months, that still has hundreds of listens. You know, and oh, thousand. It's over three thousand. Yeah, now, the initial it might one. even be up to almost four. I it think. could be, but it's. I'm just saying it. It continues a year later to yeah. still pick up new people, yeah, which is nice. Catch on to the podcast and go back and listen. Yeah. So. Well, let's now since you're talking stats, can do you mind if I throw some stats at you? Fire away. Okay, and we're gonna. I'm we. Are, I'm gonna brag for us a little bit here because I'm proud of this. Okay. Um, so. Uh, at, as of now, well, you're, you're bragging for our listeners too, because it means true. that they're not a, not you yeah. Know, that, they've got good taste. They've got what good it means. taste. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at, at this point, we're averaging 1,800 downloads per week. That's a good number. It's pretty good yeah. for a, a podcast that's only been around for about a year. Um, and as of this episode, we have just crossed over 80,000 total downloads. That's to amazing. me, that's kind of. Kind of good, in what, I think. 15 months or 16 yeah, months? something you know, like that. I didn't do the math right. Yeah, on I'm not so good at math October, either. October, maybe 14 months. Well, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, congrats, it's exceeding, man. Good yeah, job. Congrats to you. <laughs> and uh, and thank you to all the listeners. You know? yes. I mean, we'll probably do that a few times during yes, this wrap-up because you without you, it just wouldn't be happening and spreading the word for us. That's exactly right. But yeah, I mean, I, let me ask you this. Sure. Quick question. Did you expect this kind of listenership no quickly i not no, like this i mean i, I remember th- crossing my fingers hoping that a thousand people would listen to this thing yeah at some point yeah and so I'm that's just, about what i thought i'm too. very pleasantly surprised and um you know you know what else i love speaking of listeners and feedback i don't know if this happens to you but i'll have over the course of a week or two i'll have five people approach me and tell me their favorite episode yeah and they're not the same episode no i know it's you funny know, it's what pretty spread out yeah and it, that i think is great too because totally. if like everybody said this episode's my favorite, I'd have to be like, okay, why is it so out of whack that, that one episode is right? But, but everybody has their favorite, I think, because it touches them in a, a certain you know, way. In a certain way, yeah. You know, I like touching people in certain ways. Y- you know what? If I could touch every one of our listeners, I would. Yeah, you know, me too. I could wear gloves, <laughs> but not me. Yeah, <laughs> I like to feel that. Anyway, um, speaking of episodes recappings well should we go back to the beginning of season two and and recap and and talk about some of the uh the yeah. guests we had and, and what we liked and what our favorite parts were and that kind of thing yeah why not okay so um you know our first episode of season two was our welcome and that dropped on april 21st but our first guest was episode 23 and we kicked the season off with joe Hulan. oh my gosh what a hoot <laughs> right what a hoot time flew with him dude that guy can talk and it but it flew it, it was entertaining. Yeah. I love yeah. talking. I talk a lot. But yeah. It's like my goal in life is make it interesting for the listener. Yeah. You know, even yeah. before I had a podcast, I'm saying in general. Sure. And he was, it was interesting. He was funny. I, I loved it when, when Joe was explaining the standby that, and I how people like thing. try to get a, hey, man, here's a hundred dollars. And, and Joe, yeah, yeah. the, the greatest thing I took away from Joe's episode was when he said, hey, look. If you think you're precious <laughs> yeah, yeah. out here, pound sand, buddy. You know, get the fuck out of here. You you're heading to the wrong place if you yeah. think you're more important than everybody else. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Joe is great. What a character. And uh, I mean, God, he's probably responsible for about 20,000 d- downloads anyway on his and own, I, talking and, talking the podcast up to people at the ferry. Yeah. And um, what I took away, you know, in almost every episode, I don't know about you, but somebody even I think I've known for so long. Yeah. And I learned something. Like for him, I learned... What a hard worker he was. You yes. know, he's raising kids, uh, driving the jalopy, teaching, working at the ferry and playing guitar yeah. and, you know, managing to squeeze it all in. Yeah. Um, 
most of his kids probably think they didn't have a father, but you know, no, but I mean, I didn't realize all that was going yeah. on at one time yeah. and then retires and gets called back and goes back again. So yeah. Yeah. I Joe was, know. Joe was great. That was a really fun conversation. That was a fun conversation. Then after that we had uh Paige Linda. Right. Episode 24 was Paige. Yeah. Our buddy was, Paige. Aww. She's so cute. She is so sweet. And she's kind of badass too. That's the thing about Paige. She's like super sweet and cute, but she's kind of a badass. She'll zing you. She'll zing you. She'll zing you. And you won't even know you got zung You'll, until like yeah. 10 minutes later you're after like, she leaves and wait, you're like, "Wait, what? What did, did she, she just, just Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. found it great how she explain the challenges of of you know she married an owner of the ferry company right and the the challenges that came along with that even she said i didn't see it coming you know he warned me yeah and i thought that was a pretty neat insight how all of a sudden she's become this sounding board you know what you need to do yeah you know what you, you know? should do you yeah. know what you should do hey yeah. can you talk to josh for me about this you know, yeah oh, yeah maybe yeah. we can have the freight dropped off the top deck with drones you know <laughs> yeah yeah okay thanks yeah i i agree and um I also think it was nice because she brought to light, you know, there is that dynamic out here yeah. where it's like, you know, these people will, if you ha are in a position where, you know, of, I don't, I don't want to say power, but you know, a position yeah. where there's something that people need from you. They have, some people have no problem coming up to you and just expecting yeah. things and, and uh, not everybody, obviously, not everybody, but, but there but, is this weird little thing. And I yep. thought, I thought it was, it was, I liked the way that Paige br brought that to light um, and, and kind of the same way as that Jess Dugan Willie did, you know, talking yeah. about the tourism council way back in episode two, I guess from season one, yeah. but, um, you know, just how people don't really, ex they, they don't, there's this, whatever, you know what I'm I, saying, I, right? I find that the way I best describe it is they're the people that spot you and say, now there's someone who can help me get rid of an inconvenience. In yes. My life. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got to talk to them. And I don't know? really know this person, but just because right. I live here and they live here, yeah. I think it's okay to do that. That's right. Yeah. You and, know. and, you know, Paige handles everything with such grace and class. That's the other cool oh, thing. Oh, gosh. You know, and, and humor, too. Uh, my cheeks were killing me after that episode. <laughs> me, I mean, too. She was so fun. <laughs> yeah. And the memories that she brought back, and I worked with her for all those years. Right. Just, just what a hoot. Those are great yeah. stories. Yeah. Yep. And then after uh, Paige, we had, oh, God. Ed McGovern. Ed McGovern. Ed McGovern. Ed oh. was a tad more conservative than I wanted him to be, but you yeah, know, he was a little more reserved than you know. Yeah, I thought yeah. he might let loose, but he still told some great stories. Great stories. The friggin' the truck dying on the ice on soccer pond <laughs> trying to get somebody to give him a jump start. How about when he fell through the ice in his ice boat by yeah. his, or ice skating by himself? Yep, and pulled himself out and and had to get across oh. the that was like i'm like whoa yeah you and know. i never knew he was in the army i didn't either who the heck I didn't you know either. there's my learning point from him yeah you know that i yeah it never even crossed my mind and the stroke of luck he had and remember he was he was of all the people and that he yep. was went through yep. basic with they all got assigned to vietnam and he ended up in germany i yeah. think and he almost felt a little bad about it yeah he said. but he had yeah. a great he, he he had a great experience. Yeah, and it's got to be hard to know that bunch of guys you're with are over there getting shot at. And yeah, you pulled the lucky straw. Yep. Well, I mean, Eddie McGovern is a lucky guy. He was lucky guy and great stories about starting at the old what the yes, Block Island Inn, working for Captain Nick. Captain Nick, and then yeah. building the new Captain Nick yeah. and all that. So yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun to talk yeah, to Eddie. And really I think, cool. um, I have to say, I think that particular episode. Um, you know, talking speaking of stats, I think that one took off very quickly, uh, numbers wise, because yeah. I think people really wanted to hear what Eddie had to say. Well, he does know a few people. He knows one or two people. He knows a couple. He's, you know, you know maybe. I, I a think he's bit. done nice things for a lot of people out here. Yeah, and they, that tends yep. to attract them to want to hear what you have to say. Totally. 
you know, and that was that was good. And then, was of great. course, uh, after Ed, we had well, we had two parts with her, but we'll talk about her once. Yeah, uh, and we've already talked about her. Your once. friend Lisa Star, my yours, friend, yours and my friend, Lisa <laughs> my friend. Star. No, she's my friend. She <laughs> ran me ragged. She's hilarious, dude. She came in like a fucking ball of she, lightning, and I, just I, like it didn't stop. I don't have too many guests that I have a hard time keeping up with. It was like trying to herd kittens. She. <laughs> But she knew what she was doing. Oh, she knew it. She, she brought was, herself back on point, and, and it was like, "Come on, boys, keep up." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much how I felt. Yes, but and her, but what what emotions? Like I, oh. I think I described it once, and maybe I did on the podcast or not. But I couldn't get done like wiping tears from my eyes. I know, and, and I started laughing at the next yeah. story. Like just so in touch with you know her emotions and the art of yeah. putting it down on paper and connecting those to other people and yeah, I mean, and drawing them out of you yeah. you know yeah she's got a real gift and yeah. and my favorite part of her interview was the story about how they got the financing her and champ got the financing yeah. to fix the hygiene remember that one <laughs> yep. it was like a business a card that she found stuck, stuck to her to shoe the bottom of her shoe and it said you need money for something or whatever yeah. she just called it it's like a movie it's crazy it's like the movie you know where the genie in the machine spits out the ticket and yeah. it actually comes true or something. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. I, unbelievable. It was a, that was a great interview too. And, uh, but yeah, I, I invented, was a, so I did make the back of all of our business cards for the podcast. They're all sticky now. So oh, when good. People, yeah, you just spread them around and when yeah. people walk, they pick them up with their shoes. I like to stick them to people's back. Like nice. remember the kick me signs when yeah. you were in like, you know, fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, good, a picture just, of me and you on their butt cheek. Yeah. I think you can get in trouble for doing that though these days. I don't think you can do that anymore. You can't you no. can't slap things on people's butts. You can't really do anything anymore. I know. Well, you know. Well, you can't get caught doing anything. Yeah, right. That's the that's the whole idea. Well, anyway, there. Lisa was great. And then after that one, you and I did a standalone with just you and I, and uh it was our first uh Block Island Do's and Don'ts episode, yeah. episode twenty seven. I don't know about you, I didn't even get a quarter no of both positive and don'ts yeah things you, know. you should do things you shouldn't do yeah. i think all we ended up covering was how you get here you know yeah. fairy etiquette um and then when you get here where to go and what to see on we the did a little I bit of rules of the road but right. there's so many more i didn't i'm not going to give it away now because we're going to do right. another one right yeah we'll, we'll do another we'll do one another one yeah you know beginning and, of season just three. accordingly yes we had one Listener chimed in on, uh, I think it was on Facebook and said, you know, it sounds more like two guys on road rage. And Oh, yeah, that guy. I thought it was the opposite. What we were trying to do was teach you how to behave to avoid the road rage. Yeah. Like we want to avoid cars hating you yeah. for riding your bike on the yellow lines and right. stuff. So that I, 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 feel I, like, I feel it was more pointed. I think that dude was doing some mild trolling is what it's called. Oh. Just these negative Nancys that want to just be like, like for scallops. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that, except for a bad vibes, really, oh, is what yeah. it is. They're, they're, they're like energy vampires, and they try well, and, like, whatever. But anyways. Um, didn't get me. No, it didn't get me either. Then we uh, came up with Vin McAloon. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let's oh, talk about gosh. Vin McAloon for a second. <laughs> Dude, this guy. That was great. That was amazing. It's it's uh, It was amazing to me. It's amazing how sharp that guy is. Oh, my gosh. You know? And the memory. Just, he told stories. I don't know what your favorite was. I loved how it wouldn't be unusual for my children to come down and find a, a perpetrator handcuffed under the dining room table. Well, was I didn't need, to put him in, didn't need to put him in jail. He was just whatever, <laughs> drunk or something. But <laughs> couldn't bring him home, so I brought him here. Yeah. Um, I liked, there's two things I liked. I liked how 
uh, he talked about when they were um, renting during, you know, when they come here <laughs> yeah. and there was a different house every year because they wouldn't get invited yeah, back. No, like no. he was jumping out of windows, yeah. his sister tricked with the him umbrella. in with the umbrella because oh, they just gosh. seen Mary Poppins. And then the other story I loved was when he was gave, you know, he helped birth his daughter. Yeah. He, the doctor's I mean, sitting there and just go, yeah, go ahead. I'll walk you through it and lights yeah. up a cigarette. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> he pulls out a book. Right, first yeah. thing you want to do, yeah. you know, but you know, but Vin's Vin's one of those guys like we were talking about where, you know, I'm really glad we got to chat with him and get his stories because yep. those, you know, the stories he told are, are of a block Island that whether we like it or not is fading into, oh, the, yeah. into the past and, and to certain, mm-hmm. you know, in a certain extent. Um, I find myself telling stories and yeah. I, to a 15 year old and, um, you know, they're looking at me like, I can't believe it. That's yeah. what it was like when you were younger here, you know? Yep. And, yeah. you know, and then yeah. I'm like, yes, now you can get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, it's almost like I said, every yeah. level, there's a story being told to another generation. Yes. And his just spanned to several of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like, um, it's, you know, I don't use this. I don't say this lightly when I say it. it it's kind of an honor to sit yes. down and talk with a guy like Vin. Yes. You know, was, we were honored by his presence. I mean, all of our guests honor us with their presence. But I mean, yeah. you know, he's he's a special dude. Very special. Well loved. Yeah. Very much. Well loved. Yeah. You know, so. just a well wisher all around. And yeah. who came up after him? Uh, then episode twenty nine, we uh, talked with Kate McConville, uh, the our, harbor master, our harbor master here yeah. on Block Island. And man, she had what a, what a trajectory her life has had, and yeah, and how she ended up where she is, yeah. and that's um. You know, not just her. That's another thing I'm going to drop real quick. Yeah. Amazing the different kickoffs to how'd you get here? And the stories are all, you know, yeah. all over the place. But she basically manages a little city out there on the water. Yes, know, Keeping she people does. safe. Yeah. Keeping pe- I mean, it's like its own yeah. entity of thousands of people yep. in little floating bedrooms <laughs> that, you <laughs> in know. In a big floating trailer park. Yeah. Yeah. Only some of them have a lot of money. I yeah, think. they're like it's yeah. a very yeah expensive trailer park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just the whole programs, the harbor runs, keep yeah. it clean and stuff. So fascinating, really fascinating. And uh, again, did we ever get to the bottom of whether or not she is the? We know she's the first female harbor master in Block Island's history, I'm, but did we get to the bottom of whether she was in the state of Rhode Island or not? We didn't, but that's so far that has not been contested. Okay. So I think she's the first female Harbor master in the state. Of Rhode and Island. again, as we know, if we say it on the podcast, exactly. it's true. Yeah. Obviously. Must so, be, all right. You know, so until someone tells us differently, we're going with yeah. it. Yeah. If you find out anything that we don't know, keep it to yourself. Us. Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say email us. No. <laughs> or you can email us. I love to learn. I don't mind correcting stuff. You I know? know. Me too. Uh, and then, uh, oh, after that, we had uh, Chris Willie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Our man, our dude, oh Chris Willie. Oh, my God. Ah, fresh off the town council, not Jeez reelected. Louise. Gloves were off. I mean, not really. No, he, nah, was, he you was, know, you know. But he did, uh, I, you know, it was nice to be able to talk with him um, and, and have him be able to speak freely about some of the things he sees that are issues here on the island and, like, you know, very candidly, actually. Yeah. You know, yeah, and he's you know involved in several businesses of different types, right? You know, yeah, a, a charter fishing boat business, yeah, a, a rental business for kayaks, yeah. Um, oh, and then he it was cool because it was he was on after his you know just undertaking the ownership of the of the bar, the yeah, Captain, Captain Nick's. Nick's, yeah. So we got to chat about how that transition and everything, and yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't his first year, but it was his first year with things going back to normal. Right. So in other words, the first year was so weird. It would have been weird to you after all those years of doing it. Oh, yeah. But this was like the first year of him running it back with live bands, music. I, you know, got to do a guest appearance on the door. Yeah, you did. Right back in it. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah. We had a great season here. And uh, Chris was just, I mean, I, you know, I'm biased. He's one of my best buddies out here. And um, yeah, it's just always great talking to him. And he's so funny, too, because he's like, you know, Chris, Chris comes off like this grumpy, like salty, you know, guy, but, and he can be, but he's hilarious too. And he laughs so freely. And when he does laugh, you know, that laugh, Oh my God, (laughs) that big belly laugh. Yeah. Somebody will say to me, Oh him, isn't he a dick? I'm like, but isn't he one of your favorite dicks? Yeah. He's my (laughs) favorite asshole ever. I think he's great. He is. You know, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. No. And some people have a problem with that. They do. Like they, you know, yeah. Like not me. No, I appreciate it. Me too. I yeah. like it. I yeah. like. I like. A, you get what you see is what you get. Give it to me straight. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I like. You know, um, transparency. He'll do that. And then uh, after Chris, we spoke with a guy that you introduced me to. I had, oh yeah, I'd never met. Todd. How'd you like him, Todd Carrera, uh, Episode thirty one. Great, hilarious, hilarious. Very smart. Yes, like very like scarily yep. smart. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, um, Great stories. Uh, he was the first oyster farmer. Yeah, like in the in the country or in the state or in in I think well definitely on Block Island. Oh, definitely. But I think statewide, like whatever he did, made them create. That was a template. The template for leasing space under the water. Yeah. However, whatever the term right. he used, right, if I was right. wicked smart, I'd remember it, but yep. I don't. But you know that that's what set set it up. That's yep. what got it going. You yeah. Know? And then uh, I, I love when he said something about what, what did he say about like he had another idea and his wife was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. She shut down. <laughs> She's like, nope, yeah. if you do that, yeah. you might as well just buy a truck and keep on driving. You know? <laughs> keep on trucking, man. Yeah. yeah and, and it was interesting too the uh, when he was talking about those early days living out here and starting the oyster farm and how, yeah. you know, he, he wasn't making, he, they, he, didn't have any money and it was just like he was doing this because it was something he just felt like i guess passionate like he had to do it you know it was just something that he had to do um which i i kind of i kind of dug that about him you know i get what you did there only you don't dig oysters do you never mind i forget what you did did i I didn't even yeah Yeah. no i almost did something you know maybe in like a hundred years among oyster farmers worldwide he'll be the thomas edison yeah the tom yeah 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 the thomas edison yeah 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 yeah, the uh the uh amerigo vespucci of uh uh, oyster farms and what a great you know as he writes his so we'll put it on there the fish rap he you know he's a fish rap writer writes for wildlife and uh and fishing and all that stuff and very you know, I've read some of his stuff and it's great. Yeah. And you know what? He brought it up. He might be a good guest host or he said he wanted to do an episode where he was the host and we were the guests. So oh, yeah. You never yeah, know. Yeah. You not, never know. Not agreeing, never but know. you know, right. you never know. And who is after that, Rich? Oh, the one and only Lindsay Trethaway. Oh, your little yeah. girl. Your yeah. little baby girl. That was great. That was fun, man. Yeah. It was, re- it was fun for me to listen to her just talk about growing up out here with you as her dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when I was listening, I'm not going to lie. As we were recording, I was thinking, hmm, nothing. I don't know. It wasn't popping at me. Yeah. But then I realized, well, that's because I lived all of it with her. Right. Like, this isn't anything new to me. Yeah. And then when I listened back to it, you know, when it when you when we dropped the episode yeah. and I listened to it, I was like, this is great. It's great. She sounded great. And she every, really the did. stories were all good. And I know. loved her, uh, you know, her take on, you know, 
growing up uh, with you and in the restaurant when Sharky's happened. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I thought that was a nice little snapshot into um, the lives of, of, of island folks that yeah. own businesses. And it's a family A lot affair. of them are like that. A lot of the places out here are yep. like that. And again, uh, you know... You know, again, we have things are changing out here. You know, yes, the surf was yes. purchased by a corporation. Champlin was purchased by a corporation. I'm not saying that it's all going to go that way, but look, that you know, these mom and pop operations where families came together and worked together as yep. a family. You know, they're. I'm not saying they're on. They're, they're going to be gone, but I mean, it's. No, uh, it's you know, and there's it's, a dynamic behind that. I have to be yeah. honest with you. So, you know, my partner and I and our wives and they had two kids. We had two kids. We talked about on the podcast. They. You know, when we would hire people, they felt like they were becoming a part of our family, you know, because there was already yeah, that and you throw in a few cousins and nephews and you've got, you know, and they just felt like they were joining a family rather than yeah. just getting a job. Totally. You know, where I answer to this manager and yeah. he answers to that manager and they answer to the owner. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that gave a good vibe to it all. It totally did. I love that she came on as a guest. So hope, yeah. maybe in season three, maybe we'll, we'll get, have Madison. Yeah. We get the other kid we'll in get, there. Yeah. Let's get the other kid on. We'll get her in there. See if she contradicts. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure she has a completely different view. Do you think so? Oh, positive. Okay. One hundred and ten percent. Then let's let's yeah. let's see if we can book her. See if we can talk to her people. Yeah, I'll, I'll put out my feelers and see what happens. And then, uh, so I, you know, after Lindsay, I love this one. Okay, uh, Charlie Weber. Yeah, my buddy Charlie. Episode thirty three. You know, Char- I've known Charlie. Yeah, but not nearly as well as you knew Charlie. Yes, you know, so he was one of those ones kind of new to me. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and again, amazing. Charlie and I grew up together. We've known each other since sixth grade. We kind of came out here at the same time, and you know, Charlie put his roots down, or or you know, as the roots grew up and grabbed him by the leg. And I know. am, I I cannot thank him enough for talking about things that I think he probably regularly doesn't like to talk about. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how to, you know, I don't yeah. know that for a fact. Yeah, but. Some of the topics he talked about were very touching and well, very important, and yeah. I don't. I think it was very enlightening it to, was. to hear that from the inside. It was. I mean, you know, Charlie's experience as a as an army ranger was uh, a huge part of his life, and again, it was. I from from my money, it was, and not just because I know him, but uh, you know, it was a very emotional episode for me. Yeah, you know, it was. It was, and I was proud of Charlie for doing that, and. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. I just was blown away, and yep, I yep. think it was great. And you know, the part where at the, towards the end we discussed, you know, how there's like Navy SEALs writing books about there, and you know how they're getting in trouble for that. And and uh, one of the things we discussed with Charlie was like, you know, how it's it is important for a lot of our veterans to to talk about their experiences because for so long they've been used to having to keep everything close to the vest and, and bottle it up, and it's like. You know, you, you you need to discuss these things and yeah. and and share your experience, share their experiences because it, it's it's uh it's therapeutic and it, it helps the other people understand really what these what these people sacrifice. And he devotes some of his time to making that happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. just all around, and yet also hilarious, hilarious fixing the flag and. <laughs> You know, yeah. the girl swooping, <laughs> Heidi swooping the drink out of his hand. He's like, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> one of the great, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's, it's one of the great Block Island love stories, I have to say. Oh. I really do. And, and he's, again, he's just raised a, a, an amazingly wonderful family. And I, you know. Oh, just, gosh, yeah. I'm proud the of him. The kids are great. Yep. yep. 
Yep, yep. that was a good one. Yeah. And then after uh, Chuck, we had uh, episode 34, we talked to uh, Meg and Josh. Mud the, Hut. The Mutt Hut owners. Yeah. They had a fun story. They did. And they were cute, weren't they They just cute? showed up and <laughs> didn't want to leave. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And they, you know, they were adorable. And the way they found Block Island was they literally Googled dog-friendly beaches. Yeah. Remember? And yeah. they're like, oh, what's this place? And that's how they ended up coming out because, you know, and they got here and they were city kids and they were like, uh, they, they both said, yeah, we we're club kids. They were, they met in a club, you yeah. know, like, oops, 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 you know, yeah. Yep. And now they, and they just came out here and we're like, okay, this is it. Let's do this. And then another one who, you know, we're going to get to the, you know, yeah. Halloween episode and the in, ingenuity of taking an idea and going with it. I mean. You know, people love dogs and that idea of opening a little shop yeah. with specialty stuff. And I've I've got I got some treats mm-hmm. and uh we actually had a listener send me pictures after the episode. They had not gotten a shop there, so she emailed Meg and she sent her treats and a hoodie for the dog and I Oh cool. Yeah. It's up on nice. Facebook and the, the yeah. little, little dog and a little hoodie from the mud up. But great story. Great story. And also uh, how they both just kind of you know, it, it they not only did they just say, "Hey, this is a cool place. It's pretty. Let's let's come live here." It's like they got here and they were like, they became a part of the community instant. Yeah. They understood. They they get it. You know what yeah. I mean? They get it. And like you know, Josh is was doing is doing I know what the, the, the uh, sound, sound waves, waves yeah. the movies on the beach. You know, just, great thing. Just on his own, of his own accord, yeah. to give something for the community back to the community. Yeah, you know. So. I think it's. You know, yeah. it was a good one. It was a good I, one. You know, I like know. it too. And yeah. Um, yeah, and I found out that my favorite um, um, treat there is the pepperoni, doggy pepperoni sticks. Yeah. I go in, I just, I buy it like, buy the, I buy them in bulk now and just snack on them myself. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They're good. Like, you know, in between meals. Yeah. Um, and then after Meg and Josh, <laughs> <laughs> I wear a dog collar too. I, I got things I want to say that I'm, I, <laughs> don't, I'm not don't, even comfortable don't, saying don't, on don't, the don't, podcast. Don't, don't so. say it. Don't okay. say it. Uh, and then after Meg and Josh, we had uh, we talked with Sven, Rizzo, Sven, uh, yep. one of our town counselors. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's still on there, so that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody kicked him off yet. Not yet. You enlightened me to him, and his father's, uh, yeah. you know, an amazing. Yeah. I started Rizzo, looking yeah. him up. Yeah. Uh, for the furniture designing and the whole. Yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. I I'd been waiting to geek out on him for so long, and yep. it was. I I also would like to thank Sven again for allowing me to do that because that's uh, cool yeah I'm a huge mid-century you know design nerd Um, I love that stuff and it was really you know cool to get to talk to him a little bit more in depth than that Um, and it was cool to find out about North Light Fibers and that yeah how how that venture began and 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 the cottage industry that it spawned you know and they I also loved his um you know very transparent yes I I yes. can't remember if it was on the recording or before or after, but I think he said, well, you know, my answer is I think a moped is a perfectly fine way to go around Block Island. Yeah. You know, so like, apparently he's on, on page with not banning them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, a, yeah. it's a business and mm-hmm. it's a, and it's true. Yeah. I think it is. It's all about the user. Right. And I thought that was a great thing for him to just it come was. right out and say, you know, yeah. and um, it's nice to it's nice to have. You know, one of our town representatives here, so we can again, you know, yeah. give 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 this person a platform to you know really talk about things that are happening instead of just getting a you know a quote in the Block Island Times that you know may be coming from a different context or, anyways, it was a uh, it was a pleasure talking with Sven. Yeah, for sure. Very yeah. very very nice, very fun. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I had a great 
Great time. I didn't know what to expect there either. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah. that's always this, some, some guests, some guests, they think I know what to expect and yeah. it's totally different. Other yeah. guests, I know what to expect and it's accurate. Him, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how, you know, yep. it would be, but he was very entertaining and yeah. good stories and, you know, good Definitely. stuff. And then after him, we had our friend Allie Kylie. Allie. We love Allie. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, you know, her, uh, I think, so again, you know, I've known Allie. I think we, we talked about this on the cast. Um, you know, Allie and I, she's one of the first people I met out here when I came out here in 96 and we became great friends. And, um, you know, her dad was one of the most beloved first wardens of all time, Dick Kylie out here. And yep. I thought it was nice of her to allow us to spend, a, we spent a good chunk of time talking about her dad. And um, Well, and, see, it's the next best thing because we can't have him yeah. on the pod. So to hear yeah. stories from him and about him through her is it was, was good great. too. It's yeah. still capturing the, yeah. the essence of the man and how she, how how Allie, you know, uh, when Dick did pass, how she took the reins over, over across the water and Mystic at the Daniel Packer Inn, and yeah. uh, has done such amazing things there with their food program and just you know again being part of the community and you know we all know I that's my hometown now where I live uh, yep. in the off season and uh, yeah it's just uh, it, it's a really cool connection uh, to have you know between there and here it's kind of like yeah. i i like knowing alleys and mystic because it's like there's a little bit of block island there all the yeah. time i can go into the dpi and say hi to her and we could chat and it's like i'm seeing an old friend from block island you know and her version from being a child and remembering her dad renovating the place yes so cool so cool a little ghost story in there and yep. stuff so. and let's not forget the giggle Oh my god! Do you know how many emails we got <laughs> and like comments on our social media that said, "Oh my god, she's got the best giggle." She's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Allie, we love your giggle." Oh uh, yeah, everybody does. It was a pleasure having her. Can on we there. bottle your giggle and sell it? Is my question. Her giggle. If you could, you make some dough. Yeah. Yep. Maybe that's the next name. Of my next um, perfume. What's that? Giggle. Giggle. <laughs> that's very sexy. Yeah, we'll do uh, that. Like making a real. Yeah. yeah. Ride in on the horse, but get, <laughs> and it's like like Blake Philippi's brother to ride in Paul, on the horse. Yeah, yeah Paul and Paul in slow motion, be like, hair flown in the wind. Do you giggle. know giggle? <laughs> the new. Do you like to giggle? Right. That'd be the great name for the horse. Giggles. Yep. Um, who was after Allie? Everett Littlefield. Oh man! Wow. Oh my goodness! Wow! Another, Another one. one. I'm so grateful to capture him. Big and time his story. Um, what a polite guy, too. Did you notice? Not a single swear word. Nope. Not a single swear word. I mean, <laughs> just and honest as the day was long and and a great story. He's getting oh. woken up by his, you know, to go fishing and how they would dip their hands in stuff to help keep, you know, they didn't have rubber gloves back yeah. then. You know, you would. I was I, like, what did you wear when you were, went out fishing in the middle of February? He's like, well, you know, you just layered up long johns and then some pants and then some. I'm like, yeah, but don't didn't they get wet? And for, he's like, well, yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. I, I, it was so many, so many good little stories in there with him. Yeah, he was. He was great. Uh, and one of my love, favorite was when they he tar- so they used to target practice. The Navy would target practice on the sunken ships off Black Island. Still yeah. had the mast sticking up. Yeah. And the kids would go around and collect the shells, yeah. you know, from that would land on the yeah. on the island. Yeah. Like, holy mackerel. And uh, his, uh, you know, the, the thing I liked generally about his interview was the way that it meandered. I mean, yeah. and he was, you know, at times he would apologize or catch himself, say, oh, I'm getting off tra- tangent. But 
it was I was we were I think we were both on the same page and being like Everett, go man, take go wherever this leads you because it always looped back and to 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 whatever we were talking about yeah. and then it would go off again somewhere else and then it would come back and it was just like it was a fascinating conversation. Yeah. You know? I you know yeah. just it was great and his story about how he and Verna met in Italy. I. I yeah. had no idea. And then how he bought the Triumph motorcycle and drove it. And it was so cool. And I think we learned where the term hit the can came from. Yeah. In Antarctica, they would sneak out and just poop oh in God. a can. I forgot the Antarctica segment. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's, if it, Put it this way. If anyone's listening to this and you haven't listened to Everett yet, you probably have. But that's one that it's it's yeah. a mind blow both of them this yeah. is part one and two that's right yeah yeah they're both incredible and then after everett who's this guy uh oh, oh dr westchester oh yeah that dude right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a good one well it was big of you to finally <laughs> oh yeah acknowledge yeah the duel took a lot of i'm very brave it took a lot of uh guts to 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 step out from behind the mask, you know, and come out of the West Chester. Oh, yeah, 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 really big. No, that was fun. It was cool, you know, yeah. for me to get to tell the story. I liked hearing the story. Yeah, it was fun. I've never really talked about where it came. Where I never asked yeah. you where he came from. I'm like, I yeah. had no idea the, you know. Dr. Yeah. West Chesterson was, where'd the name come from? From Yeah, Katie uh, was looking at our dog, basically, <laughs> nickname for Lightning. I think it was, it was hilarious. Weird. Thanks. Yeah, we don't have to spend too much time talking about well, that guy. We can't. We hear him all the time. Yeah. And then uh, I brought on uh, my friend Pat Cobb. Okay. Okay. Another one you didn't know that one. No, I. Yeah. Although apparently I did met. He helped me unload wood. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even remember that. Right. Yeah. But that was an encounter. We it have was. a lot of encounters on Block Island. It doesn't necessarily bring you in. Yep. Tight with the person, but right. um, you know. I wanted him on the podcast because I knew of his knowledge, and that was probably a huge comment. We got a lot from listeners like, who knew? Yeah. Who I knew mean, this talk, guy was holding in all that you know, information? Talk about knowledge. I was like, I did. Yeah, you knew. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like he knew he knows everything about Native American history here I, on, on the island. And, you know, and he's got the friends at the museum and yeah. stuff. I mean, it was just, uh, yeah. you know, I, again, enjoyed it. And he, you know- Every once in a while, he'll still pop out something totally new to me and be yeah. like, check this out. Yep. I'm like, really? Yeah. You know, and I remember you saying, well, I don't know him that well, so we'll see what we, you know, how it goes. I'm like, oh, don't worry. Yeah. He's got plenty of information and he's going to be fun to talk to. So. Yeah, he was. And yeah. it was I mean, really nice that he he left us both each with a yeah. a hickey point oh, oh my god no. <laughs> oh no a point arrowhead yeah you know? yeah point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and uh, brought in great stuff taught taught, uh, taught us you know gave us a few tips on how to find them and where yep. to look for them yep. if you are out there looking for uh you know indian artifacts and what's out there um i also found his uh recounting of his days as a commercial fisherman pretty uh, and again interesting i too. had no now i thought i knew him had no idea yeah i had no idea yeah. Was yeah. he the one that talked about dragging up a torpedo or a bomb yes. or something? Yeah, that was him. And what else was it? Was he, he was also the one that talked about, I think, a propane tank or something rupturing and going like, and yeah, like yeah, spraying yeah. all over the deck or something like something crazy like that. Well, yeah, but he was a that was that was fun. That was fun. conversation. And then after Pat in episode 40, we had Lisa Starback and uh, we chatted with her about um, more in depth with her poetry. Yes. You know, we finally kind of got thing. 
we kind of got our we got wrangled. we got past her being you know turning twenty two <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that's what the first hour took. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but that's that's all right. Yep, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and Lisa was fantastic as always. And then we brought on Blake Filippi. We did. Yes. Okay. This yeah. was a good one too. What uh, did you like about it? I um, was su- I was surprised at the earnestness that he spoke with. Yeah. You know, like I really. I didn't feel like it was a politician trying to trick me into thinking that they're an earnest person. Right. His whole drive to becoming a politician seemed to be very earnest yep. and, and wanting to do good. Yeah. And I've seen from what he does do, that's, I feel he's following that course. Yeah. You know? I had a similar experience. I mean, you know, Paul, you know, you, you hear the word politician and you're like, okay, it's yep. going to be big smiles and patting you on the back and handshakes and all that. Um, but uh, the two things that I really liked about that interview, number one, I had no idea that his dad, Paul Filippi Sr., started the first desegregated nightclub in Providence and had people like Ella Fitzgerald and Ray Charles and Duke Ellington playing there, um, the celebrity club it was called, and that you know the amount of heat he took for doing that. Yeah. I mean, that was a big deal back then. There's a commemorative plaque. Yes. And I put it up on Facebook. I saw it. And yeah. I mean, pretty and I impressive. Had, I, I had sh- no idea. And I'm a music geek. I should have known about that. How do I not know? I don't know. But anyway, I learned that. The other thing I really liked was, and I, I you know, I, I did ask Blake kind of a, 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 I guess you'd call it a tough question about his family. There's, you know, something sensitive that was, question. a sensitive question. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm glad I asked it. And I know it took him off by surprise and, uh, you know, he sat back, but I think the way he handled that question was such poise and grace. And, you know, again, full disclosure in our interviews with, with our, 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 you know, our guests, yeah, we give them the option to right. say, Hey, you know, I don't want to talk, you know, stop the recording or can you please cut that out? I, I don't want that in there. And I don't think it's, this happens very often. I don't think it has. It's a couple times, even little things, yeah. nothing big yet. But I, but you know, at the end of the interview, we did sit with Blake and said, "Hey, you know, Blake, if you don't want that in there, let's." He's like, "Well, let me listen back." And I remember watching him listen back to that, you know, two minute segment and listening, and then it ended, and he put the headphones down. And he looked at me and he goes, "No, it's good." Yeah. And I thought that was really a brave of him, and b. I think it. Sh- I think it was a really human moment. Yes. And again, to your point, like you know, genuine, genuine, and you know, here's a politician, and but he's not a he's a he's a guy. He's, he's a guy. He's the guy that you see at the bar. He's also a politician. Right. So I I really took and, and you know I left that interview with like a greater respect for Blake. Yeah. And you know I I, I mean I've always liked Blake, but I, I really. You know, really, really liked him now. And I learned so much about raw milk. Oh, my God. And the raw milk thing. Like, what the Crazy. fuck? He's like all, all about raw milk. <laughs> yeah. Too. But like, okay. It's pretty awesome, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know. <laughs> and I, then. Um, I'm just saying it's one of those things you learn. Like, I had no idea his family had cows. I didn't know. I had no idea. No idea. So uh, then who do we get after him? Oh. Uh, uh, my, you, my Bretta. Your Bretta. Cam Greenlee. Yaman. Yaman. Cam chill, dude. Chill. Like so chill, it's almost like you can't be that chill, right? You he's must get like chill. he's fucking chill. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's like you're bl- chill. when you're talking to Cam, like your your blood pressure just drops ten points, know, ten easy. points, if not more, right? Yeah, right. And I learned, you know, I knew him, but I had no idea of the popularity of the bands that he played in. Yeah, the Scottlights, some of the big performances, toured the world. Yeah, 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 with a legendary reggae act. I mean. Yeah. I had no idea. 
Yeah, we. I might have. Um, I might have dominated that interview a little bit with making him talk about music. What's new? Because you well, know, I, anytime we have a musician on, it gets all music. I nerd geeky. out on him. I know. It's all right, That's but cool. uh, I also really like learning. You know, learning about his family and, and his grandmother and how yeah. they came here and, and settled and you know the the. And again, his his dedication to the island in terms of conservation, starting Concert Fest, and uh, yeah, and wasn't one of his grandparents from Cuba? Was that what he had said? Yeah, or, yeah. I think that was another interesting. Right. Who knew? No you know? idea. Maybe nobody cares. But I, yeah. again, it's just me. I'm fascinated with what I learn about people that I think I know totally, and where they come from, yeah, and how they end up here, yeah. And I, I thought it was. Yeah. Very cool. Chill dude, man. I love that he didn't like sailing, but then he ended up being just an amazing <laughs> I think he teaches it. Right yeah. the, I don't think we got into that. In right. The right. But I think he's, he work, you know, basically manages at the Block Island Club. Or yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. So that's Th- really so cool. Cam was cool. Thanks, Cam. Love then, your brother. Uh, up after him was Chris Warfel. Oh, yeah. Ex-town council, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of the smartest guys on Block Island. Pretty darn gonna, smart. Yeah. Pretty darn smart. Yeah. No matter how he sounds when he talks, he's pretty smart. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. He you was know, great. I'm busting his chops. Of course. Yeah. We all do. Um, and yeah. He was he, one of those ones you're like, how did you get here? Well, it all started. I got in this motorcycle accident. And that's like, right. How the heck yeah. does that? What? What? Like, you know, yeah. you didn't come visit a friend. Yeah. You got in a motorcycle accident, but yeah. pretty neat. It was really neat. And then like, you know, just the way that he um brought solar he, yeah you know he was one of the forerunners of that yeah. movement and uh you know and i don't even think we talked that much about that i don't I think, think so there's a lot either you know there's yeah. a whole nother conversation to be had there yep yep you know? and then again the oyster farming another yep. oyster farmer yep. that um you know has continued that tradition on out here yeah you know, so and he you know we talked a little bit about how you used to do the Friday night. Uh, oh, what they call it at, over at at a kid. Oh yeah, clam shack. Clam shack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've seen him at the farmers market. Yep. He's out there cracking oysters, and you know, just yeah, it's almost like yeah, that's what he's either out on the water or he's cracking oysters. Yeah. I took a picture one morning and I put it on Facebook, and um, I, I said, I think I said sunrise on the farm, and it yeah. was the oyster farm, and it was so beautiful. Yeah. I was just like. Now, of course, if I took that picture in a few months, it's going to be out there smashing yeah. through the ice with a sledgehammer <laughs> to try to get to your oysters. No thanks. But uh, yeah, no, that was great. Pretty fascinating stuff. So and, uh, pretty spe- smart guy. Speaking of smart and fascinating, the next episode, 44, Scott Cummings. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy knows about birds. And he's pretty chill, too. Very chill. Very chill. Super chill. Knows about a lo- nature in general. Yep. Uh, great conservationist. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So supportive of all the preservations. Well, obviously yep. works for the, you know, what is he? The head of the, the Rhode Island nature conservancy. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And I mean, um, he talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating I love stuff. I love it when we have guests that are really, really passionate about something, no matter what it is, yeah. you know, and, 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 and Scott is an expert. And he's passionate about birds, like yeah. birds, like from a young age, he just, he saw birds and he's like, I want to know everything about those things. Yeah. You know, and he's dedicated the rest of his life. And that's not like he even tried it. He just, he couldn't help himself. He just needed to know everything about birds. He's my go-to. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, big time. I'll text him some strange questions. Hey, you think we should take a quick stop and uh, listen to our sponsors? Oh, that's a great idea. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back with a finish up our recap on season two. 
Captain Nick's Rock and Roll Bar is Block Island's premier night spot and live music venue, bringing only the best in summertime entertainment since 1976. Monday nights are still groovy, so dress in your 70s best for disco night. Then get ready to sing along on Tuesdays and Wednesdays with Neil Haven's Dueling Pianos. Friday and Saturday nights, Captain Nick's features the best cover party and tribute bands in New England. And don't miss the legendary Captain Nick's Sunday Fun Day with the Young Guns from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. on the deck. Captain Nick's is proud to feature its new food menu seven days a week from 4.30 to close, which means late night grub until 12.30 a.m. seven days a week. Lunch is served Thursday through Sunday at noon. And if you're looking for the island's best mudslide, Nick's is also the spot for afternoon fun when you come off the beach with great acoustic entertainment outside on the deck. Captain Nick's Rock and Roll Bar, 34 Ocean Avenue, right across from the Block Island Grocery. Visit CaptainNick'sBI.com for all information. Hey, Mark, who are you most excited to see this summer at Captain Nick's? I always love the Blushing Brides, the Rolling Stones tribute band. You almost feel like you're looking at the real Mick Jagger. All right, here's a great activity you don't want to miss on your next visit to Block Island. Exploring the Great Salt Pond in a kayak from Fort Island Kayaks. The Great Salt Pond is one of Block Island's true gems, and I would say one of the most beautiful harbors in all of New England. Now, I know I said kayak, but Fort Island Kayaks has stand-up paddle boards, Hobie pedal boards, as well as kayaks in all different sizes. I'm pretty sure they've even added the triple-seater and a peekaboo glass-bottom kayak. You can rent by the hour, half-day, full-day, or even an entire week. Explore the hidden coves of the pristine inner ponds. Find your own little spot to take a dip or soak up some sun. There's spectacular scenery around every bend and you will get some views of the island that you really can't see any other way. Whether you're flying solo or with the whole family, make sure this is one on your to-do list. Oh yeah, here's a tip. If your group is six or more, you definitely want to reserve in advance. Fort Island Kayaks is operated by our friends over at Block Island Fishworks and is located right next door. For rates, availability, and reservations, visit their website at bifishworks.com or give them a call at 401-466-5392. So, Mark, I wonder if that glass bottom kayak, you could find maybe Captain Kidd's treasure or something. Ooh, that's exciting, right? You could uh, turn your afternoon into a treasure hunt. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Those pedal boards look really cool, too. A bicycle on the water. What will they think of next? Ugh, modern science. Whether you're experienced or a beginner, fishing on Block Island is one of the greatest experiences you can have. Our friends at BI Fishworks are there to make sure it's amazing. Block Island Fishworks offers charter trips for whatever you're after. Striped bass, bluefish, fluke, sea bass, bonita, you name it, they know how to catch it. If you're into light tackle and fly fishing, Captain Chris does morning charters of up to three people. If your group's a little larger, climb aboard the Harley with Captain Hank. The Harley does half and full day trips for up to six people. If boats aren't your thing, there's still plenty of great spots to fish from shore. BI Fishworks has everything you need. A great selection of equipment, tackle, and plenty of tips and pointers on when and where to go and what the fish are biting. The shop, located at 40 Ocean Avenue, is open daily in season. While you're there, check out the great shirts, hats, hoodies, and a bunch of other cool swag. To book a charter, get info on the shop, check out their merch and all things fishing, visit their website, bifishworks.com. You know, Mark, I love fishing with those guys. You ever been out with them? Oh, my God. A number of times, actually. And you know what? Every single time, we've caught fish. It's worth the trip just to spend a half a day with Hank. Hank is a force of nature, as we know. Yeah, he's great. And you know what? A lot of times your fishing trip can include a buzz by or even a quick tour of the of the wind farm, which is pretty awesome. And you know what? The the, the greatest thing about Fishworks is that they have everything you need. Every everything. 
Whenever you're on island, you've got to pay a visit to Diamond Blue Surf Shop located right in Bridgegate Square, a.k.a. the four-way. Don't let them name fool you. They are definitely everything surfing, but so much more. They have an amazing line of clothing, hats, swimsuits, shades, footwear, bracelets, and lots of accessories. As for surfing, Diamond Blue not only sells all things surfing, but they also rent surfboards, paddleboards, wetsuits, boogie boards, and down on the beach, they rent kayaks and beach chairs as well. Diamond Blue has experienced surfing instructors on staff giving surf lessons all summer. Your surf lessons include a surfboard and wetsuit. It's a great way for the kids or anyone to safely learn how to catch their first sweet wave. So hopefully you get to the shop and visit Jen and the gang at Diamond Blue Surf Shop. But if you can't, then check them out online. For all the info on rentals and surf lessons and to shop everything they carry in the store, visit Diamond Blue online at diamondbluebi.com. You know what I love about Diamond Blue? They have the best apparel. For example, this past October, I was here in the fall, and I was freezing, and I got the coolest surf jacket there. Oh, yeah. Hoodies, hats. They, they You can Christmas shop there. I mean, you should. They do the Christmas stroll usually, yeah. and uh, you can order online. So totally. you left the island. You're like, I wish I bought that for my son for Christmas. They've you know? got such cool stuff there. Very cool. And Jen and her staff are the nicest. Jen is so chill. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Um, where'd we leave off? We left off with Scott Cummings. So after right. him, we had uh, the one and only, well, the multiple and only Booze Beggars. Yeah, the Booze Beggars. That was our biggest, uh, yeah, that was a biggest big room full. Big interview. Yeah. That was fun going, walking down memory lane with those guys. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I loved how it all came together yeah. and, and how you all had, you know, I, I almost felt a little bit like a fly on the wall listening to all, <laughs> you know, because you were in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I'm, it's, it's my podcast. Um, yeah, you were running that thing. It was, uh, it was fascinating. It was fun, man. It was really fun talk, you know, because all, you know, Dominic, Pete, John, Lightning, they all like reminded, I think we were all reminding each other of stories. And yeah. Like, I think it was good for us because we all kind of pieced our history together as it was together, going together as it was happening oh, really like, like we all were reminding things uh, each other of things that happened and i was like oh my god i totally forgot about and that. what a link what a long run it's a pretty good run man it's a pretty good run yeah. you still get together and play yeah i've been playing know? music with these guys for almost 20 years now yeah you know that doesn't happen too often no you know no, i mean um, you know the stones yeah yeah you're okay sure yeah I mean, you're just like you know the we're rolling almost stones. as big as the stones yeah. on block island anyways yeah. we're, we're like the rolling stones of block island but I, I really enjoyed and again learned. Yeah. You know, I learned where people came from and how they came to be and yeah. you know, all that. I liked the question you asked when you asked us all who our Block Island musical influences were. Yeah. Hearing, you know, about Pete hanging out uh, at the, you know, the Empire Theater with the cool kids. A memory and, of mine. Yeah. You yeah. Know. You knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this makes me feel not cool at all. <laughs> like, you know, God, I wanted to be them. Yeah. You know, jamming and chilling in front of the Empire Theater. Being cool. Playing rock music yeah yeah you know yeah well it's a it, it's a fun band i'm lucky i'm lucky to have uh, been able to make music with those guys for so long and that was a great interview so thanks thanks really, for uh oh no problem and like yeah. i said it was kind of cool to have you know five guests in front of me at one time yeah you know i think it worked out yeah i think so. it was also a good you know tech technical test to see that we could yeah conduct an interview with that many people yeah yeah it was fun so maybe we'll try and get the rolling stones next okay you know, yeah be good so let's uh, try who came up after them oh that was a uh, next was our, our buddy ben smith oh, one of the funniest guys on block yes Island. yeah 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 and i love his i'm just so proud of him knowing him as a kid yeah. and getting the bug to do stand-up comedy and then just persevering just Again. keep doing it keep Go, doing it keep yeah. doing it yep like i'm be terrified to do it once right you know and again again a guest who's so passionate about what they do and, yeah you know just really 
really taking it to 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 the the highest level that they can, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was interesting to get to get the inside scoop on on what it's really like to to try and make it as a stand up comedian, you uh, know. And very cool story. Yeah, really know? cool. I story. loved how he talked about. He wished he just had a ride home because he liked to have the bike in town to look cool, but it sucked riding at home. Something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know. He's like, yeah, like the, you know, like the dude carrying the surfboard that never surfs. You know? <clears throat> I also like the stories uh, he told about, like when he does his comedy here on the island, and he he tells jokes about Block Island, and like, you know, did you ever get any blow blowback? And he the stories he told her is like, yeah, these people came up and they were like, what, you know, uh, after yeah, the show or whatever. That was well, funny. it's got to be interesting to do you know an intimate group like that that they all know you or they yeah. know block island or they know your topic and all that stuff so yeah I, I think he what he did say was some faux pas happened with some of the other comedians who didn't get the reaction oh, they right. were expecting when they told a joke about yeah, block yeah. island but people were like what <laughs> <laughs> you know that was hilarious that was hilarious yeah, and then uh, after him we had the chef oh yes burke marie burke marie yeah what uh talk about another chill dude yeah and and smart and interesting and multifaceted you know and how he shifts from chefing to art to music to music and back to you know yeah but I cooking and yeah. 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 I actually know. had dinner at Winfield's last night. Oh, as nice. A of fact. Yeah. yeah. With Chris Willie. Oh, and um, I love, um, I love how he talked about, you know, um, the, the whole job interview with Ed McGovern. Oh my God. You know, that was great. That's a kind of a cool, it wasn't so much an interview as an audition. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. An audition. He, and to, all right, cook us dinner. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's he all was nervous riding. how nervous he was, I know. And then, you know, and then, and it ended up being great. And, and then I think it was very touching. He said that, I think Ed, I hope I get this right. Ed many years later said, you know, one of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah. yeah. That's a very big pat on the back. It, you know? it was. And you know, the, the cool thing about Burke as well is that, you know, he's the kind of guy who recognizes and takes very seriously the, the family that, you know, is created when you have a, a team in a, in a, in a kitchen, in a restaurant, like, yeah. You know, he's talk about a leader. I mean, yes. you know, he's cool under pressure and he gets it done. And, and the people that that work with him, you know, they're that's his family. Yeah. You know, and he treats them as such. I think know? I said it during that interview that the trick to the restaurant is having people working there that are there because they want to be there. Yeah. And that's yeah. what he's got. How know, would he, you not want to work with Burke? I he's don't so know. Cool. Yeah, you never hear none of them. Nobody ever gets out and goes, "What an asshole!" Yeah, you know, no, 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 no. I've never heard a bad word. Yeah, and that's uh, and to 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 have that said about you and put out spectacular food is yeah, you know, that's you you caption it all totally. You know, totally, very very good stuff. Good. And then after Burke, oh, this one was a oh, this one was a my trip, God. right? Now, not uh, uh, this episode uh, really didn't have a lot to do with Block Island per se, I, and we're talking about Maurice Raymond, who is Mick Jagger. And in, in, in the, the Blushing, Blushing Brides, Brides yeah. a tribute band that has been playing at Nick's for over 20 seasons now. Yeah. And that, you know, that says a lot right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I was the most opposite of what I was expecting. You you oh, knew, yeah. you knew him. Oh yeah. And you, you know him. You play yeah. in the band. Now. He's my boss. Now. The, yep. He's yeah. your boss now. Um, I'm going to go no offense, but just cause I've only, so I'd see him passing at the door. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? You yeah. know, year after year, he'd yeah. come by me and stuff. And then he'd do his thing and, and well-spoken. 
Oh, and yeah. And intelligent. Oh, very intelligent. Yep. Yeah. And the and worst language they, yeah, yeah. ever said on our podcast. <laughs> I mean, I cringed a few times. Who, and whoever, sure... whoever knew a Canadian could have such a potty mouth. Well, I gather, <laughs> I gather in some cultures, some words are more accepted than in others. That's, that's true. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. I hear yeah. there's some words if you're in England you don't say. Yeah. And we'd say them every day here. Yeah. And they use words and that we versa. find horrible, you know, but I'm not sure it's from England, but um right. what a, just a history buff. What yeah. a, and and despite the foul language, all around um big advocate for equality. Yeah. Oh I yeah. was very impressed yeah. by that. Yeah. You know, I don't I mean I never thought he was a racist or anything like that, but my right. point is like you can tell that it is hardcore in his in his bones yeah. that we stop all this crap and everybody yeah. just needs to get along. Well, and he did. He discussed, you know, growing up, uh, this, the, the child of, uh, yeah. you know, basically radical lefty kind of, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, uh, intelligent, uh, what's what, scholars. I think his folks were both, uh, you know, in education were they professors or something. I think I can't remember anyway. Uh, super interesting and hilarious. And oh just my like, God. and you know what else is cool? I said, you know, the episode wasn't really about block Island, but we did start out yeah. talking about, and you know what? It was interesting to have, his perspective as a guy who just comes for one week a year yep he nailed a lot of things that he's seen change here that's what i with mean the clarity that a lot of us maybe don't have you uh, know you know uh, that's what i mean i wasn't expecting his like take on the changes that are going on yeah. here and stuff you know everybody says it like yeah. oh, it's not the way it used to be blah, blah, blah. but he, he was so articulate and yeah. how he what made him worried and I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. The way he, the way he brought his opinion and, to light was very well done. And the fact that he is worried about it cause he does, yeah. he loves this place. You know, mm-hmm. this, this place has become a part of his life, you know? Yep. And I think that was apparent too. So yeah. uh, anyway, that was a great chat with him. Too. Great chat with him. And then after talking to Maurice, we did our Halloween episode. Oh yeah. And we talked to Rick. Yep. And uh, yeah, and that was, that came up, uh, you know, we he he started that new business, and we said, "Well, yeah. you know what? Let's do this Halloween with him." Block you know, Island Ghost Tours. Block Island Ghost Tours. It's, it was a no-brainer, really. It was a no-brainer. Right? I mean, it you just, know, and yeah. he had some great stories, <sighs> and what a great little entrepreneurial niche yeah. to find, and it's popular. It's it's take it's taken off. Yeah. You know? So I mean, you know, yeah. sounds like they had a great summer doing it, and yeah. he said he has more plans in the works for next year so yeah exactly it's kind of cool really cool and uh you know like you said you i think you during that episode i think you said you know you'd drive by and watch this group of 10 the next week it was like 15 and yeah. then it grew to yeah. 30 people and yeah. you're like wow you yeah, know this is actually working yeah it was yeah. very good and loved hearing his ghost stories oh, and yeah. a few emails in from listeners and yeah it was fun yeah, yeah it was very fun and then of course uh last week we had our uh second uh uh, part of our interview with Everett Littlefield. Which, yeah. And I mean, yeah. we already said it. Yeah, you can't we really you can't say, say much more. Yeah. I, it's, it's, he's just an icon out here. And, uh, you know, his stories, man, they're just, they were incredible. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he might've been the fastest one to grow, uh, listener wise. Oh yeah. I think he, yeah. He broke some records with us as far as how how many people listened so quickly. When people found out that his episode was coming out, they were tuned in. Yeah. They were like waiting to hear what this guy had to say. So, yeah, it was yep. good. It was very, a good one. very good nice. One. And that's it, man. That was, that was the season. Now here we are. Last episode of the season. This is it, man. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. I can't either. I mean, time I either. flew, but, uh, but we are 
you know, we've been talking and planning our season three. We have. Yeah. I mean, you know, rolling stones gather no moss, right? So we're going to keep on rolling, bro. We are. Yeah. Um, What do you want to do next season? What should we do? Anything different? Well, we had some ideas. Doesn't want to do them all, but. What, was you know, one, what are some of the ideas we have? And again, these are ideas. They I'm may give or may my not. wife credit. I like the idea of doing two guys on a different island. Oh, yeah. And doing an interview from, you know, Martha's Fisher's Vineyard Island or, or somewhere. Nantucket or something. See how their island is compared to, you know, yeah. do they have similar similarities? What's the same? What's different? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I think that might be something cool that, that we start. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, um, I also, you know what I think we should maybe do? Maybe we should get some t-shirts for next season. I think it's about time we do a little merch. Right? Yeah, give some out to some of our yeah. diehard listeners. Yeah, and, some t-shirts, some swag. Some swag. That's what the kids call it yeah, these days. I'd like to do that. Me too. And, you know, but I think we've done a nice approach to this thing and we're just going one step at a time. Yeah. And I think that's a good next yeah. step. So. You know what another idea that I think we had, we discussed that I, th- I really feel strongly like we should at least do this once. I think you and I need to do here at Captain Nick's some night a live show, yeah. a live podcast with an audience. Yep. You know, and, and record live, record live. But yep. it could be, well, who knows what it could be? It could be whatever we want, I guess. Right. We could have like uh, some musical could, guests. We could we like, could let people come up. From yeah. the audience and yeah. sit down with us for a few minutes. We can and have ask a question questions. and answer sure. you know, session. They can yeah. ask us questions. Yeah. Stump the DJ. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That would not be uh, bad at all. I, I hope I hope we get to do that. I do Because I really want to do that. We'll make um, it happen. We'll make it happen. And as we said, we're probably going to do, hopefully next year, pick up where we left off with some more do's and don'ts. Yes. You know, lots oh, of, yeah. Lots of do's. Yep. Lots of do's. And I've been taking notes as yeah. I went through and wished yeah. it was in there. You know what else I'd like to do? I'd love to interview you next season. Okay. Would that be all right? Yeah. I think you have a story that's waiting to be told. Well, I'm down and I'll do the same with you. I think I'd love to hear a little more detailed version of your your early years. Okay. So maybe we get into that at some point. I wonder if we'll surprise each other like some of our guests have surprised us when we thought we knew them. Maybe. You yeah. always surprise me. Well, I mean, usually mm-hmm. when you like when I like I'm in I'm going to bed at night and you like pop out from under, uh, behind yeah, in the yeah. closet and you're uh-huh. like <laughs> surprise. That's usually when you surprise me the most, but yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> other ways too. Yeah. I I would do that an interview back and forth. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, that, those are a few ideas we're. There are a few ideas, yeah. and I've I've um, you know, oh, I managed to talk to a few good people that we lined up. I mean, again, no promises, but I believe we have uh, John Dodd. We're going to record him next year okay. for in the spring. Yep. Uh, Atlantic Shark Institute, right? Um, and the uh, Sarah is the girl who runs the Marine Mammal Rescue Program. I thought it'd be great to have yeah. her on as a guest. That um, could be very interesting. Yeah, and talk about yeah. the, the mammal, marine mammal life around Block Island. Yeah, and um, you know what else? I think we have a couple guests lined up for next season that our listeners are going to be. Very excited about. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Are you going to... Wink, wink. No, we're not saying anything, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I think I know who you're talking about. Well, there's a few. We we won't let them all out of the bag. No, But, you know, one of them I can say, a lot of you come here and search for something that he makes happen. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean your soul. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, don't give away too much. All right, I won't, Um, I won't, I won't. But yeah, those are a few ideas. I think those are good. Yeah. And look, next season, we're also going to continue on with our sponsorship, right? All of our sponsors, uh, hopefully we'll hit them up and see if they want to be part of it still and do that whole thing. And, you know, at this point, I think we would be remiss if we didn't take a minute and, and thank all of our sponsors individually, uh, you know, for, for supporting this podcast and for, for making it possible for us to week after week, you know, come and, 
come and do this. Uh, you know, uh, thank you. So thank you, thank you to the following Block Island businesses. Thank you, Fishworks. Thank you, Fort Island Kayaks. Thank you, Captain Nicks. Thank you, Dish Off the Block. Thanks, Pam Gelsimini. Um, thanks to Blockstar and Marmar Jewels. And thank you to Kittens and Winfields. Thanks, Club Soda. Uh, thank you to the Neptune House. Big supporters right up from the beginning. Uh, thanks to Seapod. Uh, thanks to the Traveling Seamstress. And, uh, of course, thank you, Eli's and Lila Delman and uh, the Darius Inn. And thank you, Diamond Blue. Uh, who else? We got thank you to the Atlantic Inn and also the folks over at the Beachhead and Bimmy. And Block, Block Island, Island Maritime Institute helped us out right. with the uh, mini pods. Yeah. So really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you uh, for, for, for helping us out. Yeah. And, and hope you guys, uh, you know, liked hearing your businesses, uh, hear us chattering about your businesses every week. Yeah. And thank you, yeah. listeners, for listening to the ads, because that is how we're able to keep it going. I mean, we say it and we mean it because yeah. it is it does take time and money to do a podcast. And yeah. uh, having them step in and help us out has really been um, yeah. a, a great thing. And, uh, you know, as you said, listeners, I mean, I guess we save the biggest thank you for for last. And that, that would be to our listeners. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I can't say thank you enough. I can't. And you've done so many of you, I know, spread the word because a lot of people tell me they started listening because so-and-so told them to. Yeah. I thank you so much because without the listeners, I mean, you know, um, it just, I, I don't know what to say. We, I'll tell you what. I'll say it. Uh, we, we are humbled. We are humbled. By your listenership. Good, yes. I am anyway. True. We, yeah. Just we true. are. We so. feel, I feel very grateful that you enjoy it so much. Yeah. I'm just so, yeah. so excited. And you know what? The fact that you spread the word for us, it means everything in the world, yeah. and we really appreciate it. And it has been so nice to meet some of you and connect yeah. with you. And uh, yeah. Even and, if and, I don't remember because I had so many bourbons. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. No. It's cool. That's why they have pictures on the phone. Yeah. Well, listen, I have one more thank you. Me too. Rich, I want to thank you. Oh, uh, Mark. I you, was going to say the thanks same for, thing. No, you did a great Thanks for doing all the scheduling and the social media and, uh, you know, just keeping keeping it going. Well, you know? thank you for just being my friend and making Aww. this happen, you know. It's, cool. Uh, it's not a leap of faith I would have taken without you. And, and your tech savviness is what makes the quality sound so good. Well, really, yeah. Really I'm, nice it, job. Thanks, man. It's, it, it, you know, sometimes being a, a music nerd has its perks, I guess. Yeah. You know, some, some real life, you know, tangible good comes out of it, I well, guess, right? Well, hey, it's cool. working for you. And uh, yeah. So cool. Thanks again to you listeners. And that's going to wrap it up for season two. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's it. But that's don't, it. don't hesitate to reach out, even though we're not dropping episodes during the winter. And we have a little secret. We might be dropping something during the winter, a little special yeah, we'll, something. We might. We might, might. We, we might throw some breadcrumbs yeah, out for you, you know, just so there's a, a trail, little, you know? So keep your eye out, even though it's middle of the winter. You never know. Yeah. And, uh, and keep an eye on the social media. We'll do our best. You know, we're, we are going to take a little time off and, yep. and travel and, and relax and but do whatever. send in the emails if you want. Yeah. And, uh, oh, speaking of social media, I got to be honest. I just figured out that uh, there's a business section to our messenger on our Facebook page. So oh, okay. I apologize to anybody I didn't respond to quickly. Oh, yeah, that and happens I found to a whole new time. thing. And yeah. I realized some of your messages came in in a different style that I was not familiar with. So, That's all right. Yeah. You live and you learn. Live and but, learn, uh, man. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> all right, wow. Rich. Well, I guess I, I guess I'll I'll see you next season. I'll see you next season. It's been a fun one. It's been a hoot. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Hey, Rich. What is it? April yet? Almost. <sighs> this is going to be a long winter. Yeah, 147 days to the next podcast. No, you know, start doing the countdown. The countdown. Yeah. Uh, are you going to hibernate this winter? No. Okay. I don't. You know. 
I don't think I'm hibernating when I just stay inside the whole time and play video games. That's true. I'm just going to sleep a lot. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. You'll be hungry when you wake up, so put away some cohogs under your bed in the back of your closet. I'll hide them in my sweater. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. Put them in with your jams. Ooh. Clams and jams. Clams and jams. Love it. Have a great winter. See ya. What shall we do with the drunken sailor? What shall we do with the drunken sailor? Sailor, We're dying of war.